Testy one, two, three, motherfucking year. Do, do. Motherfucking year. You sound so fucked. Motherfucking year. Oh, snaps. (laughs) (laughs) You guys sound fucked. Hell, uh, fresh. Let me hear what, let me hear what Kermit says, gangster. Sounds like gangster. Uh, (laughs) Yo, 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 bitches. Yes, there it is. (laughs) What's long green and and stinky? (laughs) Sal after he eats a kale shake. (laughs) My cock and Miss Piggy's asshole. (laughs) Hey, dude. Light us up, Dougie. Dougie, we lit up right now? Yeah, we're live. Oh, hey, bro. What are you going to. Justin will add something for us for sure. Yeah. What do you got? Hey, guys. I have this brilliant nutrition plan, right? Okay, tell me. What is it? Don't fucking eat. <laughs> you should write a book. That's fucking brilliant. Just don't eat. You know what we should do? I thought about this last night. We should write a book teaching people how not to eat. And you should, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, you, just don't eat. We should, yeah, we should have people pay us to show them how not to eat. Go to mindpumpradio.com, <laughs> click on the yellow button, check out our fasting guide so you don't eat. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. With us in the studio today, we got the Rise Above Fitness gym and apparel owner, the Bleeding Through lead singer, 18 Visions and Throwdown guitarist, iron slinging, metal singing, hardcore badass entrepreneur, Brandon Schiaparty. Oh yeah. Hi. In the house. <laughs> I feel like you're going to fight somebody right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just setting him up for a fight. You got to right do right. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. he's a fucking man. In the blue corner. In the blue corner. He's about to kill this guy. <laughs> it, your last name is Scappati? Scappati? In, in Italian. Oh, uh, yeah. So in Italian, right it's, I knew he was In gonna, Italian, it's Scappati. I was going to butcher that. Scappati. Yeah, Scappati. But Scapati. I'm not going to walk around in like this modern day United States and be like, no, no. what's your last name? Scappati. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So it's very Americanized Shepetti or yeah. sh- like a lot of people say shoe potty. Okay. I'm cool with whatever. What, what part well, of Italy is your family from? Uh, a lot okay. of my a lot of my family I believe is from uh, Florence and uh, Naples. Nice. Nice. And yeah. then I have a lot of area a lot of uh ancestry sort of northern Italian Swiss border kind okay. of area. I'm yeah. from I'm from the south. All right. Yeah. You're a darker so complexion. Should, yeah, than exactly. you. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. It's like if, if someone sees you, like, oh, you're Italian. Hey, oh, what's yeah, up, big yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go oh, to Italy Lulo. and they're so disappointed because everybody looks like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, wow. It's like when you go to Spain, you're like, I don't get it. Yeah, nobody looks. It's not Mexico, man. No, it's no. Spain. Exactly. Like, it's totally different. Exactly. Oh, it yeah. is. Absolutely. So let's talk about your gym. You were just okay. explaining it. Yeah. It, yeah. Now I've I've been on your Instagram page and your gym is sick. Thank you. You've got a great gym. Thank you. Um, a lot of uh, you've posted a lot of videos uh, and pictures of like what looks like functional. You know what I will say, quote unquote, functional style. Yeah. Training, um, but then also some of the more conventional heavy type lifting. Yeah. Um, what is your philosophy? What kind of philosophies does your gym have in terms well, of training? Me personally, I uh, my sort of background what i interned under and my my basis is poliquin um metabolic circuit training mm-hmm. okay uh i i dabble a lot with like tempos eccentric tempos and really working on like different ways to double work the muscle like double contraction type stuff i write that into my program a lot um i guess they're little tricks and tools of the trade i guess um but that's my basis is is metabolic circuit training but I've taken on the a lot of strength premise like strength um sort of basis lately. Um a lot of strong strong fucking people train at my gym now. And uh I started caring about strength more about 4 years ago when I actually opened my gym. And so a lot of my basis is based off the strength. Um I like to fight the conventional way, like the ways that people think if you're going to train strength, you can only train strength. Sort of like if you're a power lifter, you have to have a beer gut and like right. eat a sack of pancakes right. every day, yeah. you know, but some of the strongest people I've ever seen, they do their power and they do like some sort of like hypertrophy or like, um, like cir- circuit trainings for conditioning. And that's kind of the way that I kind of do it. Mm-hmm. I always stick with the compounds. I always bench, deadlift, um, squat, overhead press. Um, I stick to those four. Those are the big four for me. And then I work my programs around it. So what do you think of things like CrossFit? Um, I mean, 
I think earlier on when you can it, be you can be real. Too. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm very real. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. I'm very real. He, he does, I'm, I'm you're with so, mind pumps. I, there, there's I'm, fanatics well, behind gotta, it. That's gotta, why we ask. You got to understand. You understand yeah. that he listened. The episode that he's listened to of ours is. Probably, I don't think he listened to ours. I'll it's tell the you the right most now. Tame I've, episode. I, I've, well, I've listened to a bunch of his, and it's like, dude, we, we couldn't see more eye to eye on a lot of shit. Yeah. So you know, it's, it's this. This is gonna get fun. Trust me. No, it's cool. It's interesting. Um, I think back in its originality. The idea behind it was um, very anti, which I loved, mm-hmm. you know, and when I first heard about it, it was like seven, seven, eight years ago now, it started popping up uh, little places in Orange County, like Newport Beach, like Newport CrossFit and um, John Wellborn. I, I've I've worked with a little bit um, just on lifts here and there. Um, he does CrossFit Balboa. I think back then it was like a pure thing. It was like, hey, we have this thing, you know, this new thing. Um, we're it's getting fun- away from traditional like, kind of, Yeah, we're getting away from the traditional thing. Which, let's be honest, the traditional shit back then was crap. Well, People stopped was. squatting. It was kind of yeah. like Ed Hardy until it hit TJ Maxx and shit, bro. You know, <laughs> you know, well, it was the thing it's where... like It was fucking original at one point. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I liked it because it was so raw. Yeah, because it got it people like, squatting and yes, deadlifting. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you go to a, you know, you go to your 24-hour fitness and whatnot, and you they don't, have a, they don't have a squat rack. They have a fucking Smith machine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, to me, Smith I'm like, machine. Jesus awesome. fucking Christ, right? Like, <laughs> piss on that machine. So, I think originally it was something that was awesome. What I think it's turned into is like Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. <laughs> um, wow, that's an analogy. I, there's it's a great analogy. There's some, there's, some, there's some people that do it for that right reason, that pure reason, and I, I will back them. And I have friends that do it. I have friends that own CrossFit gyms. And they, they, their heads in it. They love it because it's like, you know, this is just, this is what we do. You know, and one of my best friends from Canada, actually, he was a bodybuilder and then got into CrossFit and I asked him like, why? And he's like, well, you know, I was into bodybuilding and that's what I was into. Now I'm into CrossFit and fucking tomorrow I might be into something else, but I'm not like the jazzercise. Or something. It, it might, but so <laughs> he, I could, he owns it. I could see if it's like, you know, if people see it as like part of like their fitness, like life, you know what I mean? But when I say it's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, how it's very clicky. We only buy brands that are CrossFit brands and we only wear shoes that mm-hmm. are these quote unquote CrossFit shoes. Um, <laughs> we only eat like caveman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's very clicky. And I, and I, as someone that's as myself where I, I, I find that I had success in music because I, because I built a culture, I, I, I back it, but it's getting pretty fucking lame. Oh, <laughs> Awesome. It's just it just <laughs> is. I mean, well, I mean, it, I'm I'm only going to say it just because the the gym that anytime Okay, here's the here's the moment when I realized it kind of went too far. I'm in Las Vegas and I valeted my car and the guy that went to go get my valet my car was about I don't know, maybe in his 50s, maybe. Probably never lifted a weight in his life and he looked at me and he said Oh man, do you do CrossFit? Mm-hmm. And I literally was like, so because I'm tattooed and kind of in all right shape, like visible shape, you think that I, I do CrossFit? And it's like to me that gets to the point where, and people automatically assume that my gym is a CrossFit gym because I have a fucking rig built out of my wall and I have tires, right? And I'm like, well, tires have been a strongman kind of thing for since like uh, ever since Wait. they started making tires yeah yeah <laughs> they're, yeah, they're flipping yeah. fucking wagon wheels before that yeah, shit yeah pushing sleds is like so crossfit yeah right? yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah. tell fuck, any tell anybody me. at elite fts about when they made the prowler that that yeah. is a crossfit thing <laughs> yeah um they'll probably strangle you to death but yeah that's just my two cents on it okay i yeah i listened to your, one of your last episodes where you were talking about the parallels between music and fitness yeah it's crazy and how you know i don't remember exactly what you said but basically how there's a lot of bullshit Yes. You know, a lot of posers or a yes. lot of, um, which is actually one of the reasons why we started the show. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah. because we see so much crap. Um, everybody says they're an expert and you get, you know, the 320 pound bodybuilder selling mm. the, you know, protein powder. And this is how I got massive and shit like that. I mean, coming, coming over I to the fitness industry, you must've been like, God damn, this is horrible. Ah, fuck man. <laughs> it's like one of those things where it's like, I guess if you're like special forces and like, you're like a fucking you know, a Navy SEAL. And it was sort of this thing where like you get off on just being dropped into the fucking danger zone. I guess the chaos of the music industry prepared me so much for this industry. 
um, when I when I really realized that this was like my next my endeavor now and how much I like felt I could do something within it. Um, that just sounded so. When I found that I could be in this, and no, it's, <laughs> it's sort of like uh, it's my calling. I guess when I I I realized it early on that the fitness industry was sort of similar in the ways that it went with trends. Um, which is music 101. I guess I was like, you know, I'm, I want to be dropped like right into this shit and I want to fucking, I want to make some noise. And that's kind of like my mentality with it is like people take themselves so fucking seriously and it's, it's irritating to me because it's like people that, Oh bro, I think have, it's the only have random accomplishments and like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. the only industry who's we thinking. Who, it's the only industry whose narcissism can rival music's. I think. Absolutely. It's and it's I think like it's narcissism go, times a hundred thousand. Well, at least these poser bands right. wrote some fucking music and put some like <laughs> shit out. But these poser <laughs> yeah. trainers and poser right. posers are they, just posing. They just learned how to take exquisite selfies in front of their probably light altered bathroom. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They, that's what they've done and. They're getting praise for it. You know, I see people hit me up all the time to get sponsored by our like our apparel company. And, you know, they say, oh, I have X amount of followers and, you know, here's my thing. And then when every picture is just them selfie abs, I'm just like, fuck, I just wasted two minutes of my day. <laughs> it's just it's it's just it's something that's. Uh, you know, I was I was talking to I was talking to my, my friend Jim Windler about this on one of my old other podcasts and. He was talking about how, man, I've been in this industry long enough and I've seen the flash in the pan. And it's like, you just, if you stick to what you believe in and that what, what you believe in is credible and non-embarrassing, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's these people that are doing these douchey things that have to look at themselves two years down the road and their flashback Fridays aren't going to be that fucking cool. It's going to be a joke to them. You know what I mean? Huh? Look at me. This is me two years ago. Wearing fucking compression pants like they're fucking jeans, high <laughs> high top high top fucking Nikes and a fucking and a stringer of and triple XL a, a a triple X stringer <laughs> past my ass and yeah it's, check me out with my elevation mask on yeah, the treadmill here we go man yeah 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 here we go so I I, I was thinking you had a long drive up here yeah. right and I was thinking if you had somebody that had to ride this trip with you in the front seat let's say uh, you had a choice between Joey Schwall and Fred Durst. Go. Oh. <laughs> you have to pick one. <laughs> you got to pick one. Who's rolling with you for eight hours? Who's rolling? Who's rolling? I'll, dude, I'll t- you know the thing is, I don't... Uh, I'm going to get into this. I'll, I'll, I'll get into this. It's cool. Yes. I'll take Fred Durst. Oh, really? God, the guy yes. you re- you'd rather punch Fred wow. Durst than face <laughs> I thought, yeah, I you, thought know, you wanted to but fight But you him. know why? Because at least he like... Has, do something has done something other than triple bicep curl in front of a fucking or triple bicep pose in front of a camera and go boom. <laughs> <laughs> At least Fred Durst has like done something. At least he's gone to other countries, sold millions of fucking records. Like, right? Yeah. I mean, the music's not good and he was really embarrassing, but. <laughs> At least he has. At least he has that. Like, yeah. I guess the thing is, is I've, I've, um, you know, with Joey Swole, it's like I'm starting this war. It's whatever. I I, have, I really don't have any sort of feeling. It doesn't. I don't lose any sleep over it. But I kind of use him as an example of somebody that is being so heralded by this community, um, and I just don't know for what. Yeah, right. And uh, you know, people are like, oh, he's just such a good guy, really, because the couple times I've tried to meet him, he's been a total fucking asshole. And the last time my encounter was he was at Europa in Florida and walked by my booth and the person make that was, you know, helping me made eye contact with him. Well, through his glasses that he's wearing inside and uh, <laughs> and said, hey, man, they what's going on? And that. Joey just straight up cold shouldered him and fucking walked right by. And I'm just like, man, if this was me like 10 years ago. Yeah. Like I would have just walked up to him and be like. You need to learn some manners. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yep. it's like, you know, it's like, it's like I said, I just, I guess I just use it as an example. I don't want to point them out. It's just, that's what we're getting to. We're getting to this glam celebrityism that is just unwarranted, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, causing a scene by hiring fucking camera crews and, and security to walk you through a fucking, an exposition, like an expo, which is just causing 
It's just causing people to look that way. It's for effect. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. People aren't fucking people clamoring over each other, it's all smoking hand beers. over fucking fist, trying to get over to him to make fucking to get a fucking picture with him. Yeah, they're not. And any of those people. Yeah. To none of these people. And if you're so fucking, and this goes to all of these fucking cupcakes that walk around this place. <laughs> If you need fucking security, you think you need security to walk through a group of your fucking fans, then get the fuck out. You're a pussy. Right. Then, then get the fuck out. What is like, that? Because you're contributing to this masculine fucking industry becoming pansy. That's what it is. <laughs> nobody need guy. Nobody needs security. If you can't fucking throw a fucking right hook to fucking <laughs> protect yourself because you think this kid that probably buys every supplement that you fucking push and fucking likes every picture and comments on every picture and puts you on like fitspiration things in the on their on their instagram if you think he's a threat that he's gonna come up if you're scared of him then you have other fucking issues man it's just pathetic to me to me yeah. it's pathetic I, I think it's only i mean it's uh, only a matter of time I before it, i mean let's be honest the, the company itself was was built on social media it's not it even, was you know there's and you got you got to herald the brilliance of how they oh, how marketed I, 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 right. I will be the first absolutely hands i down. will be the first person to say what they're doing is absolutely brilliant absolutely. i'm just but i'm also the first person to say that i don't back it that's how we were same way call yeah, it first exactly one to call like it us, call bro. the bullshit out yeah. you know mad props to the guy at the top who's smart enough to manipulate the millions of people that are falling right in the trap but you know shame on you yeah you know shame so, on you for not seeing it yeah, yeah. I, I just don't like it when when people buy supplement i mean i the whole supplement industry in general you know when they sell you on these this false hopes and kids are buying and look i was one of those kids man yeah, yeah. i've taken every supplement oh, yeah you know? shit, I, we all did and you know you see the guy on the picture the before and after you totally believe that that's really how he got you know this, super ripped the movie bigger faster stronger needs to be mm -hmm. watched by everybody great, that yeah, wants to movie. ever be anything in this industry or even your just run-of-the-mill ham and Eger weightlifter you have to watch that documentary yeah it's yeah. very it revealing open up your eyes to this industry and yeah these people take supplements they do because to get if you want to like a lot of these guys have to take you know their macros their macros are at like 500 grams of protein a day if you think they're eating 500 grams of protein and real food a day you're crazy they're taking those they're taking the shakes they're doing it they're taking pre-workouts. They're, you know, they're they're doing that stuff, but they're doing other stuff. That's not why they're fucking. <laughs> and, and, the, yeah. and you know, the thing is, I'm not even saying for them by doing any of that stuff that they're wrong. I think that that side of the supplement world is becoming so prevalent now and so less taboo almost. You know what I mean? That I almost just feel like eventually these expos are just gonna be like pharmaceutical yeah right like well i you, you, you commented you know, on one of your podcasts you talked about uh rich pina you know and, yeah. and having respect for him and yeah. i feel the same way too like because uh, he's open with it yeah because he's real you know he's, yeah. re he's real about it and to each their own and if you want to look like that you want to look like that and yeah. you know you know to for sure better that i'd rather see that than somebody who puts on the front who sell, lies pushes right? all yeah. this other stuff and markets all this well like, it's like my thing if somebody goes out of their way to put on their instagram that you know all natural. It means 100% you're on some shit. <laughs> you're on some shit. Yeah. And, and like, with, like with Rich, it's like, you know, I look at his his thing and I'm like, you know, at least he's kind of doing something a little bit different and I back it. Like, he, at least he is who he is and he's just fucking going for it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I back it. I, I back that 100%. I kind of feel like the rest of it is like this kind of, you know, paparazzi-ish kind of driven, you know, seen stuff and I just I don't know I I'm sorry I guess I'm 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 not sorry but I mean like you know it's the thing is like if one of the dudes confronted me like hey I fucking heard this podcast and you were talking shit I'm like yeah because I think what you're doing is fucking ridiculous yeah mm -hmm. and you might look at me and say the same thing about me and what I'm doing is ridiculous or what my company is ridiculous you're entitled to your opinion I'm not gonna try to fucking fight you over it <laughs> Well, I mean to be honest with you I think the fitness industry is going in your direction I see the tide move away. I see the tide starting to move into the more real and CrossFit's a byproduct of that. Yes, I do. And so I think, I, so I think you're you're going more you're seeing more supplements that are 
that that um, focus on things like wellness, health, organic. You're seeing more people start to say things like, "Oh, that you know, most supplements are bullshit. Some are okay, but most of them crap." You're seeing more people do the found the, the, the those compound core lifts. Oh, mm-hmm. do you remember? It's, it's moving in that direction. You remember? I'm sure if you've been around gyms and you were lifting in 24 hour fitnesses 10 yeah, years ago, absolutely. Nobody squatted. No, nobody squatted. Nobody yeah. deadlifted. CrossFit. We talked about CrossFit All bringing that back. And, you know that that was you never saw that anymore. So well, we're, we're definitely we could just even put it in the way of like I mean. I obviously squatted and deadlifted in high school for sports and stuff. But, you know, when I kind of went out on my own and into the, the started going to gyms after high school, it, I didn't train legs yeah. <laughs> for years, No, like years. No, curls for the and girls. I, and I don't know if it was because of me saying, you know, I just really want to have like, you know, fucking upper body size. And what's I mean, dude, when I graduated high school. And I went on tour. I weighed. I I remember getting on a scale in a truck stop because I was poor as shit, like eating out of trash cans, poor. And I weighed 125 pounds. Okay, I'm not Damn. a big guy. I'm five eight, and but I weigh 185 pounds. Okay, so let me do some bro math really quick. <laughs> <Just joking. laughs> Sixty pounds lighter at yeah. one point, but I was still going to the gym every day. But I never did legs, and I don't think I ever did legs until I really started interning under people and. Uh, really said, you know what? I, I, I want to educate myself. And I remember the first time I like went to that like trainer that um, I pretty much learned almost everything from. He just destroyed my legs. And I remember being like, I remember for like a week I couldn't like walk. But I was like, I was like, dude, that's what I need. This is what I need. Mm-hmm. And he explained to me. And I know we're just going off the rails here, but he explained to me. He's like, listen, if you want an overall physique, if you want your, even your upper body to change, you got to train legs. Dude. He was right, hundred percent. And a hundred percent. Like I could never get abs. I mean, I I did Muay Thai for for five years, and you know, my kind of sparring weight, open weight was one fifty five. I still didn't have abs. You know, until I started doing legs, had abs because yep. <laughs> there's so much element to your core that needs to be engaged when you're actually doing proper leg lifts. Okay, what next? Very true. <laughs> yeah, uh, and on the next one, <laughs> I, I got a question. Okay. So, um, okay, so I, I, I went on. Uh, I saw you were on Wikipedia, and I don't know. Sometimes those things aren't accurate. So, but it, it said something like you're straight, straight edge, or what does straight edge mean exactly? I have a vague idea of what that means. It's something about not doing substances or not drinking, not smoking. Yeah, what is um, that exactly? Straight edge. For those that don't know what straight edge is, um, it kind of got derived from like the punk rock scene and the I guess it was like the late seventies, early eighties. Uh, the term got coined by Ian MacKay, who was a singer of of Minor Threat. Um, he wrote a song called Straight Edge, which was kind of like the outline of like outline of like what straight edge is. I don't, um, you know, don't smoke, don't drink, don't fuck. Right, the don't fuck part never really stuck with a lot of dudes. Yeah, I wonder so, why. <laughs> um, so that part was like the gray area of the whole thing. Okay, but the don't drink, don't smoke, don't do drugs kind of movement started and it was like you know and there was kind of like a lash out towards society back then you know the whole thing is like it's laid out like when you're 18 you could buy your first pack of cigarettes when you're 21 you can get into your first bar and start drinking so it's like society laid out this path for you to follow and sort of like the and the anti that or the antagonist of it is the opposite like i'm gonna be straight edge i'm gonna abstain from drugs from alcohol i want a clear mind clear living and stuff like that and um, I mean, that's just what it means. That's fascinating because you see a lot of people do those things uh, with the mentality of rebelling. Yes, and you guys did the same thing, but not doing those things. And you're, the philo- what you just the way you explained it actually makes more sense. It's it's intent- more rebellious to not. Well, think if like think if you mm-hmm. even go back into the hippie movement, if they were like more conscious of mind, they might have accomplished a little bit more. And I think that that's what the original straight edge thing was derived from. Um, also, you know, kind of fast forward years past as Ian McKay originally got the idea from um, none other than Ted Nugent. Oh, wow. Who's never done anything in he's his whole life. He's an interesting life. guy, yeah. You know, he's always stayed clean and his whole thing was like, you got to keep your mind focused. He's crazy. Yeah. He's crazy all, all by himself. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't need any chemicals. You, know, you hunt no. your own food. You don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't put any foreign substances he's in your body. You know, I, I, was, uh, I was listening to one of your podcasts and you talked about, you mentioned this being 120 pounds and poor and, and, uh, and going through that. And uh, 
you know, you also mentioned uh, looking back and, and saying that, you know, you you actually thought you were pretty ripped back then. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember? Uh, and I feel like we all have had this moment where you look back and, and you're like, oh, shit, I was like, for example, I was sitting with my buddy the other day. And we, we, we actually had this old phone. Right. And we were going through like these old ass pictures that I used to send chicks thinking that I was looking fucking. <laughs> and I go like, oh, my God, uh, bro. Hey, what was I out. fucking doing, dude? I look like a fucking tool and a half, you know, That's so awesome. when when did you when did you would you notice? So, and did you do similar shit? <laughs> well, there's been like I gotta look. You know, I I look back all the time, but um, <laughs> and I don't know what it is, but people love to like tag me and post like Google images that are really fucking embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> it's pretty rad. It's pretty awesome um, of them. <laughs> um, but I remember when I first started going to Europe in the early 2000s, so like 2002, 2003. Um, photography is huge over there. Like everybody wanted to take pictures of the shows backstage, this and that. But the whole thing was everybody wanted my shirt off for some reason. I, and I, I don't really know why I was in good shape, I guess for back then and not really ever having time to really de- dedicate towards the gym. I would fly over to Europe with like resistance bands and like push up stands and stuff and like just kind of bang it out that way. Um, but I remember taking all these pictures and people were like, man, like you're in such good shape. And I was in like metal hammer magazine with my shirt off. Like, in 2003 and I like look back at it and I'm like what the fuck was I doing man? I looked like shit <laughs> like I looked like shit but I bet you didn't feel that yeah. way oh I felt great back then everyone's telling yeah, you that yeah, dude it's pumping you up you know well, the whole thing is like I, yeah. you know I think the general just fit person has gone like the percentage has gone up incredibly that's true you Did know, you look- I, I like to tell people I kind of feel that fitness is kind of like the new punk rock movement it's like this kind of you know Whereas, let me rephrase that, the when punk kind of like gained its sort of like second, maybe even third wind in like the late 90s with like the Green Days and the Blink-182s and all of a sudden like punk got big again. It's kind of like, and then all the old bands got big again, like, you know, fucking Black Flag started selling records again and stuff like that. So I almost feel the fitness industry kind of got that way where it was like, this is kind of like this subculture kind of thing now. It's not just like your meathead that goes to the gym and, you know, it's kind of like normal people do this shit now. It's kind of like a day-to-day a day, a thing of life. And there's like clothing companies and like kind of all this brand awareness with it. It's kind of crazy. But like, you know, like the, the, the shreds kind of vibe is kind of like the Motley Crue, right? And and like, <laughs> and like, and like the, and like Scorpions. kind of like, kind of like, you know, like the Rise Above-ish type, brands are kind of like the return of like the black yeah. flags you know right, what i mean right where they all kind of kind of came up or or, or i could say like no shreds isn't like molly crew shreds is more like the blink 182s <laughs> yeah. like like or, the new punk yeah. and it's kind of bringing back the old ethics with it you know what i mean where it's kind of like dirty like if you look at the if you watch the movie pumping iron right and it was just which pretty much is another one of those kind of like bible everybody Absolutely. needs to i've watch only seen movie. it a thousand times exactly <laughs> so you know you have arnold that works out in the mecca you know gold's gym venice beach but if really that shit was disgusting back then like that gym was gross and you know i've seen a lot of pictures and you're just like dude that was gold it's not your golds now it's like it was a it, it was it a was dungeon. A, it was a dungeon. Yeah. And you look where Lou Ferrigno trained, that like place in New York. That oh, was, like, dude. This you had to like office. go sideways yeah, to move past gritty. each other certain, certain parts. So that kind now. of vibe is coming back with like, you know, with the inception of like the CrossFit thing and and even like gyms like mine and like even like Metroflex and like in Long Beach. It's like that that warehouse, that, that fucking, I am coming into this place to train. To do work. To do yeah. work. Now, you know what I mean? that was my first my first gym was in a, that I signed up for as a kid was in a in a warehouse like that, concrete floors, mm. like fucking roll up doors and shit. That's awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. That was like my foundation. Like it is. It's so like get into it. Like, kind of like, like a, a blue collar. You go into like a two four now, dude. And you're just yeah. like, Ugh. it's gross. <laughs> fucking it's terrible, much. dude. I was gonna ask you, like, so are you influencing other you know guys in the industry and metal and 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 uh, you know other musicians to get in shape and. You know, just being on tour and, and, and doing your workouts and everything like I know I know like thinking off the top of my head, I can think of like Danzig, you know, when I think of like somebody that like had a badass, you know, yeah. persona on stage and like, you know, even like Tim Lambesis, I remember yeah. he got fucking huge all of a sudden and then. 
<laughs> which is kind of funny because I actually found out about uh, your guys' clothing line and everything. Through him? He, yeah. That's cool. So I saw that and I was like, oh, wow, what's this? And so that kind of led me to it was you funny, know, find out about you guys. A little side story about Tim. It was funny. Like We were actually like talking about he was going to wanted to open a Rise Above down in San Diego area. Oh, no shit. And then like, you know, a couple months and later, things happened. shit happened. Uh, and I'm like, text him one day. I'm like, dude, what's going uh, on? And he's like, I'm in some trouble right now. And I'm like, fuck. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm not one of these dudes. I realized that maybe you did something really shitty. Uh-huh. And what he did was really shitty. Thank God nobody got hurt. Yeah. Um, but I'm not one of these dudes that's just going to fucking turn my back on people. That's cool. I, I've seen way too many people turn their backs on me mm-hmm. for way less than that. And it's a fucking lonely thing. And people need people by their sides to go through shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So kind of reverting to your thing. I hope I can inspire people. I really got the idea of of sort of like my next bleeding through at a good run, 15 years, you know. Mm-hmm. It was sort of thing where and we always had such a loyal fan base. Our shows were always good. We never had that fall off. But the it was it was tired. It was tiring. I didn't want to tour 8 months out of the year. People were having kids in my band and you know stuff like that and it was harder to do it. And so I was just, you know, we're not going to do it anymore. Whereas we'll we were always a full bore band. So when I was thinking, when I really realized that was probably like 2010. And when we started touring in 2010, we were still actively touring all the time. And all these bands would be on the road with us. And I started like doing these like parking lot workouts and I do them by myself. And even like members of my band did Muay Thai with me and we get focus mitts and we nice. did like pads and like we'd get sparring gear and we'd like beat the shit Dude, out of Dude, I was going to say, what, what's up with metal and beating the shit out of so, stuff? Yeah. It, it's like the best so, like, combo ever. But the best was like you'd see these bands that would like kind of clown you at first like, oh, what are you doing? And then like halfway through the tour, they're like, hey man, do you think I could like Yeah, right, a couple like, months hey, later, you, you see them by the end of the, me, bro? But then by the end of the tour, I'm like training like 10, 12 people in these bands that are touring with us and I'm like, well, maybe I could, yeah. This is it. Looks like a business. This is See? it. This yeah. is like my, this is like something's calling to me. This is the way that it's going to be. And, you know, <clears throat> music's all about that culture, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, I, I felt really empty with like, I didn't have a place. You know what I mean? So I wanted to create my own. Mm-hmm. And and I find that with my members, it's like, you know, my gym has almost 250 members. And for a 5,000 square foot facility, it's pretty damn good. And it's. You come in there and people walk in and you have like grandmas and moms and oh yeah Slayer. That's <laughs> awesome, like, dude. What? And then they're just like, "This is rad." Yeah, that is yeah. way because rad. they're not like, "What the fuck is this?" It's yeah. just Can you like, turn it down? it's like, okay, I, I embrace it. I signed up. For yep, this I shit. signed up for it. You know, <laughs> and it's really cool and. So I guess I think I, I hope I can inspire people. Yeah. I mean, Tim early on in the days when he was trying to get back into shape or into shape, mm-hmm. you know, he was hitting me up all the time. Mm. Um, and even like for me, like, uh, you know, I'd hit up like Greg from like Dillinger Escape Plan, like back in the day. And uh, a buddy of mine, Mike Olander, that sang for a band called Burt by the Sun, kind of like a lesser known band. I mean, I guess they're pretty big on the East Coast. But he was like a dude that was all into bodybuilding for a while. And I was like, dude, I want to like nice. pick your brain about it, you know? And I always looked up to dudes like Henry Rollins. You yeah, know I was going to mention Rollins, and, dude. And with, he was a big inspiration for and me. And the thing is, with that, it's like, I'm never going to be, I, I can't touch his jock, you know what I mean? But if I can inspire some people to kind of get off their ass and do it, make them feel like just because you're from that scene, you're from like the metal scene and physical fitness isn't really part of it in the mainstream, yeah, they'll be different going to the gym wearing, a, instead of wearing like a, a shred t-shirt, they'll be wearing a fucking, you know, a suicide silence shirt. Yes. But it's fine. It's yeah. cool. You know what I mean? Just do what you do. Yeah. That's it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So sick. Favorite lift, bro. You have a favorite uh, lift. Deadlift. Deadlift Dead. all day. Yeah. 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 You guys be What's your best lift? On that one. Strongest lift? Yeah, strongest deadlift. Uh my strongest lift of, of all time was was five thirty. Damn. I can't get back over fives to save my life. I'm stuck at four ninety five. At hundred and eighty pounds? At hundred and eighty, yeah. So when I when that's, I, when, well, I good. when I do get my, my shit together and start competing, I'm gonna start competing in powerlifting. I'm gonna compete at one sixty five. I'd like to have a five fifty dead, four fifty squat, three fifty bench. Bench is a little bit of an issue with me because I have like major shoulder issues. Um probably not lifting properly for years, uh, wearing tear on tour and trying to do Olympic lifts and teaching myself back in the day so that's probably probably a big reason but uh i mean those are my numbers i'd like to hit and yeah i mean 
I'm all about like the purity of those lifts. That's why I like powerlifting. You know, I used to train a lot of people that did like figure shows, bikini shows, stuff like that. And it's up to the judges. I had people go up on the stage where even the crowd next, like I'd hear somebody next to me go, oh my God, that girl looks amazing. And they would be like third call outs. And then some girl that was just like straight off the fucking pole onto the stage. <laughs> dead giveaway. Bro, that's true. He's, hey, he's, he's dead, speaking truth. Dead yeah, giveaway. I know, I know. Dead giveaway that a girl was is a stripper and then a bikini competitor is when they do their turns, they click their heels together like they were on stage. <laughs> it's a dead giveaway. And they do it. And they get first. And they don't even look like... They look like they basically did a bunch of blow and got an elliptical for three hours a day. <laughs> and... That's it's classic. up to the judges, and it's so fucking corrupt. Yeah, powerlifting. Yeah. You Power either lift more or you don't. The bar's yeah, either coming up objective. or it's not. Yeah. yeah you know it. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there's some technicalities worked in there, but if you're smart, you don't need to worry about it. So how if you've had competitors and stuff like that, how familiar are you with the world? Because you, you it's spot on what you're saying for sure. I mean, it's... Uh, with uh, You're talking about like bodybuilding? Yeah, just all together. I, you, what you, one of the things that you're, uh, you've talked about, I've heard you talk about before, it, our, and our philosophy is so similar. Part of what got me into um, men's physique and the way I came about it, like I have turned down every sponsorship. I want to mm-hmm. do all myself, no coach, no team, no nothing. Yeah. And, it's, and it's really just to say because everybody told me that you got to play the political game if yep. you want to do this. And yep. I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. My attitude is I'm going to come bring the baddest physique every time. I'm going to make the judges have to put me in a lower place. And yeah. you're just going to, I'll, I'll let the crowd fucking decide every time. Fuck you guys. You hey, know? And trust me, those other competitors are looking at you going, oh, fuck. <laughs> but they're part of like Team Blade. So they get like a fucking $5 <laughs> trophy. Yeah. My my very first show was an experience just like that. I didn't, I took fourth place on my very first show. But backstage, I got exactly the credibility I needed, which was all my peers asking me what I did. You know, yeah, it's just for sure. Maybe your judges didn't give it to or you. Or they're like, dude, I don't get it what the what the fuck you yeah know what i mean you're like well i don't know i don't play the game don't play the game yeah so yeah. Uh, do you have any uh, uh bikini or athletes like that right now that you're doing i i, I retired from the world of training female competitors um <laughs> one-on-one like um in person yeah i'll do programs for people online um but one-on-one it's too much of a it's too much of a like you're uh, you're too much of like their boyfriend. Oh yeah, it's very, being their very, boyfriend. very high maintenance. Even man. if they have a boyfriend or a husband, you're still like the go-to. Um, I don't. And day of the show, I just can't deal with it. I have my own mental issues. Like I've, I've been out out there saying like I'm bipolar. <laughs> so when I have to deal with like, um, something very similar to bipolar, <laughs> due to like starvation. And like hallucination and shit, <laughs> I can't deal because my brain's like going back and forth all fucking day. I'm like left, right, left, right, left, right. And like if I have to deal with that, like I'm not even going to walk on stage. <laughs> like what, really going to stomp your fucking feet now too? Because that's like the way that I would say like what? Like what do you want me to say? Like what do you want me? You look fuck. I look like shit. Look how fat I look. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I can't deal with this. You know what I mean? Like. You can't pay me enough money. Oh, yeah. I have to deal. I have to deal with me saying that to no myself in the mirror. There, yeah, no I say that kind of shit to myself in the mirror. Like, look at you. Why did you eat a whole what box? Why did you eat a whole box of fucking cookie crisp at two a.m.? Oh, you're such a disappointment. Now you're gonna have to do fifty minutes of fasted cardio. Yeah, that's, that's, I can't deal with it. Hey, but the, you gotta laugh about it. Yeah, you gotta laugh about the shit. Yeah, and that's yeah. I don't know that's like that's that's my take on it the whole thing favorite like a uh, favorite type of client to train right now then so if you do you like doing uh teaching people power lifts so like dealing with power lifters or the average person or rehabbing what do you like what do you like I really like taking I mean when I first got into uh got into this world I did a lot of rehab because the person that I worked with <clears throat> he rehabbed a lot of athletes so a lot of knees a lot of hips a lot of shoulders um I love taking somebody that comes in right away and says, I have this injury. I can't squat. I can't do this. And I see that. And I'm just like, challenge accepted. You're going to squat now by the end of today. (laughs) Nice. And we go out there and I love, I love breaking it down as fast as I possibly can with the, the least amount of cues and seeing them do it. And if you're like, you know, chest up, hips back, you know, straighten out your spine, like eye level. Let's keep your eye level right here. First move, hips back, rotate your hips out as you come up, squeeze your butt, which makes you, leads you to squeeze your butt naturally. And they get that proper depth for the very first time. And they're like, oh my God, that's what a squat feels like. 
that actually doesn't hurt my hips that much at all. Doesn't hurt my knees at all. Uh. Yeah, then my knee feels fine. <laughs> and then you're just like, that's great. And then you see them, the progression of, you know, the bar, 135, 215, you know, or 225, 315, 405, and then you're, they're getting into the fives, and you're like, holy fucking shit. And they're stoked, and they're with you for life after that, dude. Oh, yeah. And when they're not, that's when it hurts, though. That When they're just like... I haven't heard from this person. They just canceled their credit card payment to the gym. And instead of telling me they don't want to train with me anymore, it's like, I'm out of here. You know, is that funny how clients do that? God, man. It's, it's like, so, you know what it is? They don't want to show like a face, relationship. Dude. It's like yeah. a breakup. It is. You start yeah. this relationship with people because they feel bad and they feel probably a little bit maybe embarrassed because of a certain reason. But I like, I like to tell people that, you know what? Life happens. I understand money issues. I, I get it. If you can't pay me, if you can't do this, let's figure out another option. Right. But just talk to me. Right. Just talk. Yeah. Don't disappear on me and make me fucking text you like three times. And feel like or email a, you. Feel like a creeper. And feel right? like I'm just like, like not the fucking cool kid at school anymore. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't want to feel like that. Yeah. Do you see? Do you see? Like you're 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 now going through your apparel. Like when you were when you're in your band and you're selling merch and everything. Do you see like that paralleling now to helping your uh, apparel company now as far as like knowledge of like well dude the crazy thing is is I you know I started this apparel company just for my members and then all of a sudden people online wanted it and I started making some shirts and mm-hmm. really the first first time we said okay we're an actual apparel company now was Olympia last year and we did a booth and we're like fuck we like sold everything and the thing was the vibe was the same as my gym it's like when you walk into the gym you either feel the vibe and you like it or you don't with the clothing company, it's like you either like the fact that it's not outrageous, it's not like full of like, you know, meme sayings that are going to be dead uh, in like three months. Uh-huh. It's very like stark. Like people walk by like our booth and go, oh my God, you have black. Yeah. And like we've dabbled in the neon shit. Yeah. It definitely has a different vibe but to it. But it has that, it yeah. has that vibe, you know? Yeah. And I think that's helped because it kind of coincides with the gym. Uh-huh. But you know what's kind of crazy is like, you know, first we were like the gym that had a clothing company. Now it's like people, more people know about the clothing company than the actual gym. Like I have friends and people say, dude, I saw like four people wearing a Rise Above Fitness shirt at 24 hour, which is literally around the corner from my gym. Oh, I've seen a ton of them. That's and they're awesome. just like, and they'll walk up and be like, dude, why don't you go to like the gym? They're like, they have a, there's a Rise Above gym? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, you can hit it with a fucking baseball from here. <laughs> so it's it's cool, though. Yeah, it's, it's taking on its own form. Well, it's kind of like the thing of, like, it's about 50-50 now, the people that will come approach me in public, either f- from my gym or the fitness thing. It's like a 50-50 thing, like, oh, you're Brandon from Rise Above Fitness, or you're, brand- you're Brandon from Bleeding Through. Now it's 50-50, where it was always, like, Bleeding Through, and you have this other thing. Mm. And that's kind of, like, what I want. I want that balance. Yeah, music isn't dead. I'm not like throwing it away. It's right. You're I'm, working on something new. I'm right? working on something new right now. Oh. And and also like my whole kind of vision with it is, you know, all these clothing companies are going after your t- stereotypical bikini competitors, and we have those people that rep us too. But I want musicians. You know, I want like there's some fucking music, like, really in shape musicians out there that are inspiring a lot of people. Oh shit, that's a great market. Yeah, a great, my it's, God. Just, it's a great niche. It's, it's that's huge. brilliant. And I'm probably just giving away my trade fucking <laughs> secrets right here. It's all right, you can own it, man. Doug, Everybody right? else is there. Doug, you said it here first. Down? Yeah, you said it here. If you do it, you're dead. <laughs> um, we'll come after you. That and wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. Interesting. What, what, what do Which kind of leads me back to like when I was a kid. I never, I didn't get more excited in my life than like when WrestleMania and SummerSlam and fucking Ultimate Warrior was on my TV. Ultimate Warrior. And when I got to like meet the the Ultimate Warrior and he came to my gym and filmed some like pilots for his show that he tried to do years ago, was like, if you would have told me that, I would have got an email from the Warrior. I, like when I was a kid, I'd be like, "You're fucking, I'm yeah, gonna, I'll just kill me right now." You'll say, "I've made it in oh, life. Dude. Kill I've me made, right now. I've made it in life. Just time. <laughs> that yeah. happens." There's only two more people that I have heroes of mine that I've yet to meet, and that's Arnold and Sylvester Stallone, and I have to meet them. I have to. But you know, and so kind of going back to that, I'm like, "Well, WWE is huge. It's fucking huge, man. Oh, it's massive. It's huge. They yeah, came here to San Jose. There, yeah, they came here to San Jose, and I swear to God, man, they, it was more it was commotion over that than." Mm-hmm. You know, we've had, you know, Beyonce come out. We've had, you know, huge acts. And yeah. WWE just was, it's it was only, crazy. It's, it's the only thing that rivals the Super Bowl, bro. Yeah. It's, and it that's rivals like, the fucking Super Bowl. And what's different about the those 
celebrities and and athletes, and they are I, they are athletes. The shit they they take a oh, fucking. Oh yeah, I don't care. It's sure. it, it is staged. It's cryptic, but it's that doesn't mean they're not freaking doing crazy shit. Yes, they're while athletes. they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Brett Favre's book's a great book. I've read that book. It's a great yeah. book. If you've never read that. I need to read it. Oh, it's great. I'm a Bears fan. I hate his guts, but (laughs) but anyway, so so what I'm saying, like wrestling, like right now we're working with uh, Rosa Mendez and she's kind of taking on like, she's going to be taking on more of like a a role with Rise Above Fitness and maybe get some more guys in it. And we've, uh, we've hooked up a couple guys with the stuff and the thing that's different about them than versus like, if you want to sponsor somebody in the NFL is their social media is different than like a, and it is a social media driven world right now mm-hmm. so you have you you have to play that game as oh, much yeah. as i fucking absolutely hate it it's a necessary evil but those wwe people they post a lot and they post in shirts and they say stuff about it whereas nfl guys and major league guys you really don't get to see them too mm-hmm. much in the apparel you know what i mean yeah they kind of shy um, away a lot yeah it's like you know media. i've sent stuff to like anthony rizzo who plays for a space for the cubs and i told him like you know like if you, if you post it cool if not Cool, but most of his shots are him in the clubhouse or him on the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a, hard. A lot of those guys don't even do their own social media. They've got somebody who's, Which is very true. Yeah. Very true. Most of them just have someone else to do it. And they only do it because their agent... I have a buddy who's actually an agent, and that's part of what his, his job is. Oh, of course. He has he's, a team of social media. Yeah, and his he constantly what he's constantly telling them, you need to do more of this, you need to do more of that, and they're like, eh, whatever. Well, I'm, I'm making fucking millions of dollars on the fucking field. What do I need to get on my social media, you know? I mean, we did that with the, with the band. I mean, when the, when the band was first going on, it was Friendster, then it was MySpace, then it was Facebook, right? And I always did it on social media because I just didn't like other people to fucking do it. It took a lot of part out of my day, but if I wanted things to be done, have that carry that vibe, I was going to have to do it myself, you know? Yeah, it's funny because uh, I, I was partnered up with Adam, and um, when we first started getting going with, you know, our business and shit, we were, like, looking around to see, you know, who the major players were and everything. We got introduced to Shreds and all that, yeah. but then, you know, and then I actually found, you know, you're on that pretty pretty early as far as like you know the rise above fitness and everything like I was watching a lot of like interaction you guys oh, were you having shared, early. You shared, you shared his company with me. Fuck, yeah, was, I was like, wow, look at what these guys are it doing. It was over you know? over a year ago. Yeah. Well, I remember you liked. I remember you liked his just the, the clothing line in general. You were yeah. like, this is sick. You know, and check out his stuff, dude. I was I, a little I bit. I was a little bit late to Instagram. I yeah. didn't get it. I was a little bit late to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I was very. I unactive still don't. As I well. still don't tweet very well. Yeah. Um, my tweets are like, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm a way better follow on Twitter than Instagram because I, I, it's, I'm like that athlete that like, eh, think before you tweet it. And I'm like, nope, I just fucking <laughs> just let it, it fly. Just son. let it go, man. Yeah. Um, uh, but <clears throat> we're, we're relatively new to it. And like I said, it's a necessary evil. There's so many tricks to it and so much of it doesn't add up. Right. Like even my personal page, I have 30,000 followers or something like that. It's not like I get fucking thousands of likes every picture. Yeah. I mean, I get thousand, two thousand once in a while, but your average picture, whatever. And even then it like doesn't add up because I feel like there's a lot of people that just think they need to follow me. They don't actually want to. And it's all about the quality of the follower. In my mind, it's the quality of the follower because there are people out there that are like, this person has a hundred thousand followers. I'm going to follow them. And that's why it just keeps building. Yeah. Right. But they don't actually really want to follow that person. Yeah. They don't read. Your, you know how many, I call people out. Yeah. That actually don't read what I put under and they just, they like, and then they'll ask a stupid question. I'm like, oh, if God. you fucking read the comment <laughs> above, I fucking explain that. Start but putting arrows you on liked, your You liked my picture because of, yeah. you know, a shirt's off or some bullshit. Yeah. There's that's a lot a, of, there's a lot of, and then you have, people. then you have, the, then you're going to ask me a question that all you had to do was read the fucking caption. Well, there's like, a lot what? of, there's a lot of robots on there too. Like you'll get a random comment that's like I like your your style or what like what yeah this has nothing to do that. with that picture that we I just got one today it was great <laughs> love your pics oh, love your dick <laughs> um, uh, basically so I mean we don't do we don't play that game we don't go like spam people's pages with comments and shit like that if you like us you like us cool like it's it's like our, our company does well like it does does well for the amount of followers we have i think we probably outperform if you're looking at and that sort of like cyber metrics yeah like engagement uh, yeah and all it's that. like we outperform it and then there's a million other companies that flash up and they have like two hundred thousand followers and five thousand likes and i'm like i've never fucking heard of this company and when you hashtag it nobody's actually wearing their shit yeah 
but they're like fake that companies, following, yeah. or they're just fake companies, or yeah. they're companies that sit on Instagram all day and like pictures, like, 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 like. like I mean, I, I, and I hate to keep picking on them, but that's what I think is so fascinating about shreds because that they they, they don't exist in a store. Don't feel bad about picking on oh. them. They put themselves out there. They knew exactly Fuck, what they're saying. And first form is following their fucking oh yes, totally following oh, their yeah. footsteps. Totally. What yeah. the fuck do watches? Bentley's weekend getaways to, to farms have to do with fucking protein. What does it have to do? be part of our family? Why? Why be part of your family? So they're they're one of the companies that came after me, right? So I, and unfortunately now nobody really comes after me because I've gotten this stigma about me that Adam's an asshole and he turns down all these things. But I, so it's I, so inaccurate. It's, it's fine. Not, no, I'm yeah. a fucking nice guy about yeah. it. But I, I just I explain to them like, no, I'm not going to fucking rep your shit. First yeah. of all, I don't I don't believe it, and no, I'm not going to do it for some ten percent bullshit commission. Yeah. That makes no. Yeah. Fucking sense when yeah. I I go out and go buy it at wholesale and flip it for fucking sell it for double yeah. that. That just makes no sense to me. And then and I always tell them like and I and I let them. I don't say it like that. I say I actually let them down and say you know hey I'm actually I I do all my own stuff and we build this and we do that yeah. and we do that. And it's just it's not my thing. It's that good luck with that. I was like, fuck you, bro. Oh, so, so, a little jab yeah, there yeah, at the end, right? Yeah, fuck you, because I because everybody else because everybody else wants to be on your fucking on your fucking jock so bad. I don't give a shit. Like I can't stand people that put up in their fucking things like looking for sponsor. Like look, <laughs> looking for sponsors. Like try and that's all they do is they it's hit a, people's pages. It's, a, it's, it's like, like the end game a, for it's them. It's a pathetic reach out. And yeah. you know, kind of like to that fact, like building on a little bit. Like when I first got in the into this industry and the gym opened and this and that, and I was on my way with clients and this and that. And, I hit up companies because I'm like, you know, I want to carry some products and, you know, I like these companies. I like these products and I would write these emails and I was just, you know, very like, my name is Brandon Chipetti. I own this company called Rise Above Fitness and, you know, you could check us out on here. I own this gym and I really like a product and I'm not asking for anything for free and I always put it in there. I'm not asking for a handout. I'm asking to start some sort of a, like a, uh, uh, relationship with your company, mm-hmm. whether it's selling the product at my gym, using the product, and maybe getting to that point where you find it necessary to give me free stuff. I was shot down by fucking everyone. And the emails were hilarious. They were so like, here's the link to our website. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know where your fucking oh, website is. I buy your shit yeah. already. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, and then it was the, oh, all of a sudden, I'm getting emails from all these people forgetting that I reached out to them in the beginning. And so I got to return the favor with yes. them. Yes. Nice. Yes. And that was nice. the best feeling ever because. Touche, motherfucker. I am the biggest <laughs> chip on my shoulder guy. I will carry a grudge till the day <laughs> I fucking die. And, but now it's, now I get to the point where it's like there's companies that are like, we'll pay you this. I, I've never been, a, I've never been a person that's been bought. I was never bought with music. I, it probably was it was a reason why we never really got to like that level, like Slipknot level. I never played that game. I was too much of a punk ass. I was too much of like a Newport Beach fucking punk kid that just wanted everybody else to fucking suffer. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, I guess full of angst, just full piss. of angst. And I guess I just carry that with me, right? <laughs> and so when companies started reaching out to me, like, hey, you know, we really love what you're doing. We really love the vibe, and we love this, and we love that, and and you know, we really love you to rep our company. We all, we're offering you this. Boom. And I'm like, nah. You know, just nah. <laughs> nice. And I still to this day, like, I've repped some companies. You know, I worked with Muscle Farm for a little bit. RSP and and right now I you know I'm working with this company um, called Purist Labs, small company. I guess not really that small. They do really well, but they manufacture their own shit. He knows what goes in his product, and he's really smart about it. And I love, I actually love the product. You know, so I'm not like, and he's not paying me. But if someone comes up to me, he's like, "Hey, what do you think I should take?" I'm like, "There's this company called Purist Labs that is doing it right. They're doing it right." And so I don't, I I just find it. If I find it just really, uh, it's too much pressure if I have to like post for other people. You know what I mean? <laughs> Especially if you don't believe in it. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's like, then you start getting emails from people. It's already enough work doing it for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. And I just don't have that much time in the day, you know? And, and I, I always, I sit around wondering all the time how these people have so much time in the day to just do what they do and put what they put out there. You know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. And it's like I said, it's like, it's like in a bathroom pick, though. Yeah. It's like that's the amount of content you're going to get. It just kind of leads us back to what we originally started with. Like, what yeah. do you feel about this industry? Well, if you're looking at 
celebrityism being based off the amount of followers that a person has on Instagram, any girl that's willing to go to about that level has a couple hundred thousand followers. Oh yeah. Easy. Okay. I have friends that are from the porn industry. All right. So I've gone to porn expos before. Why not? Yeah. It's life. Let's live it. Sounds like a good time. Fitness expos. Pretty close. <laughs> are close to almost worse. <laughs> no way. No, no, that's true. It's really? true. I, I'm, See, I, I, I'm girl, true. girls are wearing more okay. at porn in, at porn expos than fitness expos. It's true. I don't know about now. Maybe yeah. maybe now the porn in, industry is kind of like, well, these fitness expos are going on. <laughs> we got to go naked yeah, we got to go We got to go naked. We got to go pasties. We, we, we got to go with cream bikinis. I can't wait to see, look like dude. a bunch of pussies. All right, you're going to stand there. You got to be rock solid. We're going to put a cock rig on. <laughs> you can't wear shit, but we're going to whip cream it. <laughs> wow, I haven't even been to an expo yet. This is going to be interesting. Are you going to your first one? Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. He's got, you he's, know what? From what I understand, though, the San Jose one is actually kind of mellow. Yeah. Yeah. So there you oh, go. Okay. I'm curious to see what it'll be like this year. Last year it was, but they, they predicted to be pretty big this year. So I'm we'll, sure the we'll attendance see. will be pretty well. The one in LA, the, inten- the attendance doubled this year. Wow. So, um, crazy. And it was like something like, 80,000 people. We went to the Arnold in Ohio and set up and they, they clocked over a hundred thousand people through the door. That Damn. was, that was my first one was the Arnold. And it was, I remember it was, it was like snow outside. It was freezing yeah, cold. You freezing. go inside and dudes are wearing like little string top bikini, you know, a uh, 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 string top, you know, tank tops and chicks are wearing almost nothing. That was a long time and ago. I'm like, Damn. You, right? what, yeah, it was. Yeah. It's crazy. It was, now. I went a long time. I, I did. I mean, I've been around it for so long and, and now to the last four years, it's like fucking throttled down. Yeah. It's crazy. It it's is. compounding. Like, it I mean, is. it was like since our, since Arnold's movement, right? Whenever, like it's been like this, you know, slow climb, and then all of a sudden, it just the last four or five years between social media and the whole bikini and men's physique thing coming, and like I mean, it just well, went to a bikini and men's physique, and people talk trash on it all the time, and I'll even be one of them to kind of poke fun at it. But dude, it brought like bodybuilding shows back, oh, which yeah. helped the fitness industry, I yep. believe. Oh yeah, because bodybuilding is like what it's this is it's what it's based off of. Let's let's just get real. But I remember ten years ago going to bodybuilding shows. I'm like, dude, this is like sad. It was it'd be like an amphitheater, yeah. bro? It'd be like this little yeah. amphitheater, like it a high school. Now, high school, now sure. it's it's turned into a production again. Oh, and I think it's really fucking cool. It is cool. I mean, you know, it's it's good. I mean, it's corrupt as shit, but fuck, man. <laughs> you know what? Though, that, that's <laughs> so what else. I love about it, though. Is so here's what's crazy. So I'll give you a little backstory on because uh, you haven't listened to these podcasts. So I've talked about this. So I, w- I fell out of shape. I uh, actually um, started two medical marijuana clubs. First one's in San Jose. Okay. And uh, totally out of my field. I've been, been in fitness for over 13 years. And I did that because I had a client who uh, had all the bu- backing. He saw how I ran my facility. And he's like, dude, I want you to manage these things. And I'm like, I don't know fucking shit about marijuana, dude. You really want to? Well, I see the way you are with your people. You'll figure it out, this and that. And he offered me amount of money I couldn't say no to. So I did that. Long story short, I got really fat. And it was the worst shape I've ever been in. I'm 30 years old. And I was always the skinny kid. So I was built very similar frame like you. And I, I couldn't put size on. And I was very, very lean. And clients used to always tell me like, oh, you're, you know, it's just your body, your genetics and your this and your that and you're young and wait till you get older. And so here I, I get into this marijuana thing. I get tired of it after about two years and I miss fitness and I want to get back into fitness and I'm comp- worst shape of my life. And it's at the same time, all this social media shit's going bananas. I am fucking anti-Facebook, anti-Instagram, anti-all this shit, right? But I see what's going on, and I'm, okay, okay, I'm a little fascinated in that there's people making money off of these people that just follow them, and they're nobody special, and I know some of these people. There's nothing fucking special about this kid, you know? And if he can do that, why can't I do this on top of everything else I already do? So I've said, okay, I'm going to take myself in the worst shape of my life and I'm going to put myself in the best shape of my life and I'm in my 30s so now I can fucking show everybody yeah. right so I do a whole YouTube and uh, Instagram document and documentary and do all this stuff build this huge following so that's where it all came from well I go from like 19% body fat down to 7% body fat well I'm down at 7% uh, body fat and I'm like this is the best shape I've ever been in my life and I'm like well fuck it I may as well take the next level this whole men's physique thing and everything's blown up I've never really wanted to be a bodybuilder it just seems so far out of reach for me and I have too many things in my hand to try and build a physique that big nor do I want to take that many anabolics so I'm like okay I don't but this men's physique thing I could do that you know that's kind of my frame I could build a frame like that and so I'm like you know let me let me do this so I, I do it and I get into my first show and I'm just so fascinated by all the bullshit. I'm just like, holy fuck, this industry is like exploding 
and it's a bunch of idiots that are running it. And a bunch of idiots are making good money. And you and saw I, opportunity. Oh, I saw a huge opportunity. And I remember calling this guy and then linking back up with this guy. Like we just, I was like, dude, there's this huge market, and there and it needs somebody like us to come in and fucking call the bullshit. Destroy out. it. Call the bullshit <laughs> out. Put it out there. How what it is. And I'm gonna do it through men's physique. And then we'll, and then this how this later evolved later on. But that's how it all started. So I've been like the I'm the fucking. And every no, I'm like the. That's where we love to hate. Adam came from the name, yeah. <laughs> is that you know it's a love to hate relationship with me. Is that you're gonna hate me because I'm gonna fucking call it as it is, and I'm gonna be completely opposite. That's right, else. though. We need truth, and that's kind of the thing of why. When I kind of like saw like okay, what is my next calling? I felt that the fitness industry needed needed a punk ass like me. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, when I got into it, there wasn't really tattooed people. The first year I walked around Olympia, people were like looking at me like who the fuck is this guy who's the biker guy who's this guy that just wandered in here you must be fucking lost right (laughs) freak shows in town right um so but now it's like you know it's it's kind of the norm really and um it's it but it's the same thing it's like there needs to be people that call it for what it really is or it's just gonna spiral down that rabbit hole and just get worse It'll just be a bubble that ends up bursting. I, That's what it's just one of the one it. of the things that like I just want to just just I just always say it's like just because someone has that many followers on Instagram does not make them a celebrity. That's just if you're listening to this, that is like the one thing they have a hundred billion followers on Instagram because it is their job. It is their job to get it that many followers, and if you dedicated all your fucking waking hours to getting it done. You would have that as well. And if business opportunities come for them because of it, because of marketing, it's marketing. It's not because they really like you. It's because here's this guy, 200,000 followers. We put our fucking product on him. Our fucking sales go up. It's not because they care about you or like you. It is because you are a marketing chip to them. That's it. And you feed it. These people feed it. And it's, I look at that person I want, and I just talked about this yesterday. I look at people like that and I'm like, an inspiration to me is someone that like it's all it is about the story you know what I mean yeah. I like backstories fuck yeah but an inspiration to me is someone that like built something from like nothing fuck yeah and an Instagram following I'm sorry it's not something it's just not it's just it's not real it's just not real it's well, not real there's a, there's a lot of people out there with you know 300,000 followers who don't do anything with it also that's all they have and that's almost there's no business more sad yeah, that, that's, that's because that's they're really spending sad. all the their waking hours of the fucking day not to get paid <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. That, that even trumps the Joey Swells at no. least Joey Swells making a couple bucks off and, of all and, the bullshit and, does, and the right? thing and the thing with me it's like these people that have the biggest followings ever and you know they put in their heading like entrepreneur but like they don't own any companies like they are their own brand which is fine I guess it's like you said I'm an entrepreneur I don't I don't like to call myself one even though like I do own five companies I'm just a dude that does stuff yeah and it's like if I want something to be done and if I want to do it I'm just gonna do it it's just I kind of feel that the entrepreneur label has been woefully diminished Mm-hmm. by people that are like I have a thousand followers on Instagram I'm an and, entrepreneur. and now I have this su- now oh, I have yeah. this supplement company I'm an entrepreneur <laughs> no you're not no you're like the guy wow the, I haven't heard that you're yeah. like the Avon lady selling makeup who calls themselves an entrepreneur you're yeah. not yeah. an entrepreneur you no. work for Avon <laughs> I, I mean you know it's the same thing yeah I mean I've, you may work I hard, just, but I just not. can't I, I've never been a person to want to work for anybody other than myself and well, I mean, look at me. What am I working a fucking bank? I'm not gonna like, you know what I mean? Like, I used to scream into a microphone and eat out of trash cans, and now I just want to fucking lift weights and sling t-shirts. That's awesome. And I just that's just what I'm gonna do, you know. And yeah. if something else sparks my interest that I want to get into next, and I have some things that are definitely in the works that I don't want to like totally divulge into because I think they're unique ideas, I'll do it. But I'm just, I'm just. It's like that movie. Uh, um, Pain and gain. I'm a I'm a doer. I'm yes. just a doer. <laughs> Dude, fuck yes. I'm not a donter. I'm a yeah. doer. I'm a doer. <laughs> Let's kill that right there, bro. Yeah. Right there. Perfect. How are we doing on time? Doug? we good? I have an hour and 
seven all right brother hey we appreciate having you on man no worries man Thanks this is coming. uh this is a blast there needs to be more uh, uh we'll do we'll do more yeah you're like a this. total yeah. like thinker man we appreciate we'd have to know. come down where, where exactly are you located where's your are you at a oh, studio my, where do you record out of my gym well that's the thing it's it's like i have moved recently i, I think, just right? moved into a new facility in huntington beach and that's where my gym's at um uh it's in huntington north huntington so it borders long beach cypress westminster other cities i mean we get clientele from even hours away but um I keep everything really contained. I mean, we 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 still do the apparel out of one of the offices in there is an apparel office, and then we just have our racks up and we pull and we just we're really smart with our ordering and stuff. We don't like to keep too much stock. We keep things minimal. And right now, I'm just doing the uh, the podcast out of my my office, and uh, um, I'm actually building a studio. It's another uh, venture that I'm kind of getting into. Is, is more like production, executive producing, recording, um, and putting bands out. And we're starting this, I'm starting this business with a couple of friends of mine and I'll be doing the podcast out of the studio. So we'll, we'll come see you, man. Cause yeah, we're going to be, yeah. we're going to be going down there, uh, probably soon. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Like when I actually have like people like over for podcasts and you know, we sit in my office and they're like, Hey, well, where's the podcasting? I'm like, Right here, right hey, here. It's looking my computer. at it, Watch this. <laughs> right, record, bro. We were out of a living room. That's where we. This, That's we, cool. This, this yeah, is we were in a living room. This is upgraded. This is a this is a rad setup. It's here. slowly, it's slowly happening. But right but before, it's cool. Man. It was like, fucking fold out chairs and a and a table, a little fold out table. Yeah, <laughs> the four of us in a living room. Just cars driving by and shit. You're getting it done. You know what I mean? You're getting it done, and it's like kind of reverts back to. I'm sorry if I'm holding you guys up, but it kind of reverts back to like this industry. It's like it's it's very fake it till you make it. Yeah. You know, and fuck that ir- irritates me. And then like, I've gone to small business seminars before. And one of the things I tell you is you got to exude success to become successful. And I think that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. B- because most, most people take that. I'm going to project success so much that it turns me into this fucking douchebag. They're right? entitled to that. Yeah. Point. But I, and then, but then it does bring them business and God Damn it, that sucks. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I personally think you got to work hard. No, I, we're, we're, we're bringing it the other way, bro. We, between yeah. between all of us, I've, I I believe we'll, we'll make the movement. Bro. And I'm I, not saying this music is so like tainted, or this music, this industry is so tainted, because the music industry is actually reverting back to more of like an underground feel. And I kind of think the fitness industry these these schleps will be fucking washed away. Like like my friend Jim said, you know, he's been in this industry. He has one of the biggest selling fitness books, I guess like that that's ever been fucking written and he's done it himself and he's just like they're flashing the pan dude they'll be gone yeah and it's, it's true. true they'll be gone they it's will. true all right man thanks for coming brother yeah party yeah man thank you for listening to mind pump for more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from sal adam and justin visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com until next time this is mind pump <laughs>